0: Is jazz dead? That's probably one of the most questions that's been asked since the 1930s. Now, all of this investment and the destruction of jazz is to further obscure a big lie that jazz uncovers. The values in this music are timeless. They're not not subject to whether it's popular. It's deeper than that. It takes very few people with a certain type of ethic or an understanding to to revolutionize an entire nation of people. And uh, this music will be central to that. We don't Are you sure know of that. It. I'm I'm more than sure of it because it's all we have.
1: Hello and welcome to Jazz Lab. I'm your host, Allison Rhodes. Jazz Lab is an hour segment that seeks to immerse the listener in jazz music, culture, and history. At this show, we explore the lore of jazz history and dive into the best of America's art form. Each episode features a different set of tracks and stories from a collection of artists as we follow the careers of these greats through the albums that defined them and connected them to other innovators of the day. At Jazz Lab, we develop a love and appreciation for America's music through incredible stories and iconic records. The best-selling jazz record of all time, Miles Davis's Kind of Blue, is a universally acknowledged masterpiece. It united seven now legendary musicians in the genesis of their careers. John Coltrane, Julian Cannonball-Adderley, Bill Evans, Wynton Kelly, Paul Chambers, Jimmy Cobb, and of course, Miles Davis. In this record, Miles wanted to capture the musician's spontaneity, so he wanted their impressions to be fresh. With pianist Bill Evans, Miles worked up a few basic compositional sketches and he called the group into the studio on March 2nd, 1959. Only then were they given the outlines for tunes they had never seen before. They went on to capture a collection of first takes that musicians from all genres would perform, record and study. Kinda Blue's influence continues to grow and it never wears out its welcome. The tune you're about to hear off that album, So What, became the tune. The one that every musician, not just practitioners of jazz, just had to know. So I thought for our first tune on our first show, what better place to start than there. You're gonna like this one. This is So What, off of Kind of Blue. So What from Miles Davis's Kind of Blue. Despite this groundbreaking record, this iconic combo was not without its flaws. The story goes that one month before Kind of Blue was recorded, the quintet was doing some gigs in Chicago. One morning, while Miles was sleeping off the night before, the other members decided to head over to the studio and cut a record without him. This revised quintet of two saxes, drums, bass, and piano recorded the Cannibal Adderley Quintet in Chicago, in one afternoon, without Miles knowing. The entire album is only 34 minutes long, and out of fear of being kicked out of Miles' group, being blackballed, or just facing a really angry trumpet player, they delayed the release of the record. It didn't come out until August of 1960, 18 months after it was recorded. This new quintet was different, it wasn't as modal and cool as Miles' vision. It showed a turn to hard bop and bigger, brighter sounds. Check it out, this is Grand Central. Grand Central from Cannibal Adderley Quintets in Chicago. The Cannibal Adderley Quintet also made a point of highlighting its horn players with a couple of feature tracks, where the horn player would just call a tune and play with the rhythm section without the other horn player. This might not have been a gesture of kindness as much as it was a necessity. To cut this record in minimal time, it might have been helpful not to worry about writing arrangements for multiple horns. But whatever the case may be, Cannonball on alto really had a chance to show his mastery over the horn, his style, his dedication to tradition, but desire for innovation in this feature track, Stars Fell on Alabama. was Stars Fell on Alabama from the album In Chicago with the Cannonball Adderley Quintet. You're listening to Jazz Lab Radio Hour on KSDT, Fridays at 5. After Miles's group kind of disbanded, Cannibal Adderley and Bill Evans, Miles' signature composer and pianist, did a record together that I think really solidified Cannonball's role as a versatile player, When they could burn on hard bop tunes, but also show off a softer side, playing in a light and airy fashion The album Know What I Mean is special for many reasons but in particular, it's one of the rare quartet sessions that Bill Evans would ever record after 1960 This 1961 album is a relaxed affair It's a lesson in leaving and filling space in subtle and complex compositions is reminiscent of what Cannibal Adderley and Bill Evans played together on Kind of Blue two years prior but in another sense is a totally different animal. Here's my favorite track from Know What I Mean, a Bill Evans composition, Waltz for Debbie. never get sick of that tune that was Waltz for Debbie off the album Know What I Mean from Cannonball Adderley and Bill Evans. In 1962, Cannonball was early to a gig in New York and he had a couple hours to kill. So he decided to visit some clubs that were holding open mic nights just to see the up-and-coming talent that was out there. He sat in the back of a dark, smoky, crowded hole in the wall with ridiculously low expectations and he heard a young university student whose conversational tone and warm vocals commanded the room and turned it into an intimate setting. She took the stage and this is what he heard.
2: You're so late getting home from the office. Did you miss your train? Were you caught in the rain? No, don't bother to explain, can I fix you a quick martini? As a matter of fact, I'll have one with you. For to tell you the truth, I've had quite a day, too. Guess who I saw today, my dear? I went in town to shop around for something new. I thought I'd stop and have a bite when I was through I looked around for some place near And it occurred to me where I had parked the car There was a most attractive French cafe and bar The waiter showed me To a dark, secluded corner And as my eyes Became accustomed to the gloom, I saw two people at the bar Who were so in love That even I could spot it the room Guess who I saw today, my dear I've never been so shocked before I headed blindly through the door They didn't see me passing through Guess who I saw today, guess who I saw today, guess who I saw today.
1: Cannonball approached this vocalist who introduced herself as Nancy Wilson, a college student studying to be a teacher, but liked to sing a little bit on the side. Before becoming a jazz icon, Cannonball himself was a band director in Florida, and the two talked about being a teacher, but always wanting a career in music. Cannonball and Nancy Wilson really hit it off, and Cannonball convinced her to give music a shot. All she had to do was record one record and just see what happened. Reluctantly, she agreed, and the two went to the Capitol Records studio with the rest of Cannonball's group. The band arranged a few tunes, wrote background figures, and prepared for the session. But when Nancy Wilson started to sing this next song, Cannonball took off his mouthpiece and just sat quietly on the studio floor. When asked why he didn't play, he said, I just didn't have anything to add. This is The Masquerade Is Over. For the
2: your eyes don't shine like they used to shine and the thrill is gone when you're Meet mine I'm afraid The masquerade Is over And so is love And so is love Your words don't mean What they used to mean They were once despised Now they're just I'm afraid The masquerade is over And so is love And so Is
3: love.
2: I guess I'll have to play Pagliacci and get myself a clown's disguise, and then I'll. And so is love And so is love
1: those just joining us, welcome to Jazz Lab Radio Hour at KSDT Fridays at 5. We were just taking a listen to The Masquerade Is Over off of Nancy Wilson's debut album with Cannonball Adderley. This record was huge for Nancy Wilson. It put her on the map and made her a household name. Just two years later, she won her first of many Grammys for her hit record, How Glad I Am. Here's the title track. Take a listen. Mm.
2: My love has no beginning, my love has no end, no front or back, and my love won't bend. I'm in the middle, lost in spin, loving you. And you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. My love has no bottom, my love has no top, my love won't rise and my love won't drop I'm a little, and I can't stop loving you and you don't know you. I love whiter than one I'm in the middle And I
1: Cannonball Adderley was integral in Nancy Wilson's early career and we've heard Cannonball today is a master of ballads and space and of hard bop and burning lines but in the late 60s and up until his death in 1975 he found his place in soul, R&B, and gospel inspired jazz that revolutionized the landscape He did a series of recorded live shows and the energy of these concerts is incomparable Here he is with his brother Nat Adderley on trumpet at Capitol Studios in Hollywood in 1969. I'll let him introduce this next one himself.
0: It's a famous thing by the Staples Singers by now, and we've been strongly influenced by Roebuck Staples, who is the father, leader, and director of the Staples Singers, composer of this tune. It's called, Why Am I Treated So Bad? Why am I treated so bad? Those I knew that the piano, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. featured on that Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's a new tune of ours, called Minnie Mini Ma... Mini Mama. Mini Mama. Mini Mama. Mini Mama. That's kind of funny. Time. We're going to play a tune by...
1: We've heard a lot from Cannonball today, but I'd like to close out the hour with one of his most iconic tunes a defining chart in soul jazz, and a defining moment in his career. He can introduce it better than I can, so I'll let him take it from here.
0: You know, sometimes we're not prepared for adversity. When it happens, sometimes we're caught short. We don't know exactly how to handle it when it comes up. Sometimes we don't know. Just what to do when adversity takes over. (laughs) And uh, I have advice for all of us. I got it from our pianist, Joe Zavinu who wrote this tune. And it sounds like what you're supposed to say when you have that kind of problem. It's called mercy, mercy, mercy.
1: This has been Jazz Lab Radio Hour. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Allison Rhodes. See you next week.